Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Are the girls busy? <laughs> no, because they never said the size podcast was too much. Who knows more about music than us? The Decides is a black podcast playing all genres with a sprinkle pop culture and a shit ton of food. If you're not from DC, you probably don't know what size you are. And it's from Yellowshirt. is upsetting me, my homegirls, the podcast, our fan base, Isabel. It's a lot of people involved. Ah, did you say Isabel? Huh, I hate it here. Isabel don't care. She... The fact that we called that episode nigger music and never recorded it is out of line. It's hilarious. Like, Come on, funny to me. Colin is crazy also. Oh, that shit, that bit, his whole story where he was talking about apple pies. <laughs> I love him. I was like, this is black excellence. Why are you doing a poll about black people eating apple pie? But he was joining on Cambodia people in our clubhouse room. <laughs> the clubhouse was going off. Okay, let's start the podcast. Because <laughs> we're well, going to start talking. I mean, it will be recorded and I would find a way to yin, yin, yin. <laughs> Well, back with another episode. A lot has transpired since we've been interviewing all of these people. I know. We haven't had a regular episode in so long. And Muse been sick of me because we ain't been having no regular episode. But people been wanting to talk to us. What I'm supposed to do, Louisa Hood popular for us. <laughs> you see that interview? It's like an old interview with City Girl. She was like, you know... We were just always the popular girls, you know, the hood popular girls, you know, always the talking <laughs> conversation, still is. <laughs> <laughs> they talk so funny to me. I could literally watch them all day. Also a new development because you used to hate them. Wow. Yeah, quarantine has done a lot of new things for Muse. Yeah, it's got me acting funny. I don't like it. I bust into tears watching that Fresh Prince reunion shit. Like, who are you, sir? Yeah, the lust is what's really the most concerning for me. Uh, oh, well, I mean, The weekend has a face now, and I don't know what happened, but... He had a face then, and now it's just like, are you okay? Is it is it drugs? I love asking people, is it drugs? Are you on drugs or something? Please <laughs> <laughs> find that video. That lady was like, are you on drugs or Or the video, Carisha, she was like, listen, y'all bitches is on drugs. <laughs> she was like, y'all need to leave me alone. <laughs> She was like, y'all bitches on drugs. Y'all need to leave me alone. Are you falling out? <laughs> so funny. They just talk like aunts. Y'all they need to do. leave me alone. It's crazy because they're babies and they talk like elderly women. Yeah, it'd be like they're like, her young girls is the same as like aunts. Yeah, they grow up talking old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You know how black people I mean, I talk old, so I get it. But. <laughs> also, my mom is old, so that's my excuse. But your mom talked younger than them. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling her the other day that my mom beat abreast of the new slang. Who? Remember she was trying to school me on her music? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Jackie, I know who this is. I love her. <laughs> Jackie was in a screenshot so fast to educate you about something you already know about. 
I love Stephanie's mom, y'all. Like, she may as well be on the case. We talk about her every episode. We do. We need to get Ev back on the show, too. We need to be back at the water's edge. <laughs> That's where he at right now because it's Thanksgiving. Oh, duh. Rude. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Wow. Yeah. Um. Happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully y'all wasn't around no 59 people passing COVID around. Rude. You know black people don't listen because I had too many people over here. I'm taking a COVID test as soon as we get off this fucking line. A home full. I hate it. We were supposed to have nine people in here. Of course, that turned into 90. <laughs> Why did y'all? Literally, y'all weren't invited. That's the same thing that happened on my birthday. I invited a smooth 15 because that was the max we could have. Why would five people bring five people? That's 15. <laughs> but then you also had a birthday while we've been interviewing everybody. So much. It's weird. It's like time don't even exist no more. So am I aging? We saw each other for the first time in eight months. <laughs> because you wanted to pop through D.C. for once. I was like, Stephanie is not in the house. For once. Because y'all know I be locked and loaded. I'm not playing with y'all. Y'all got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> we get t-shirts made to say y'all got COVID. I don't want none of it. Jackie, down to the hot press. Uh, um, What else has been going on since we... Like, we literally have not had a Just Us episode in so long. Oh! Oh, we joined Clubhouse. Oh, let's talk about it. Um, Let me not muse rant first because he hates y'all. <laughs> okay, I just feel like Clubhouse has the potential to be such a great thing, and people are in there being so weird and inflammatory. I got on Clubhouse because Stephanie made me. That was one. But then, <laughs> After I started to, like, look around, I was like, oh, people with jobs are on here. I could, like, work in the music industry for real. Well, first, we should maybe explain what Clubhouse is. Well, I don't even know how to do that. Okay, so it's similar to House Party in that you can just hop in different rooms that are already being run. And it's all audio. So you just literally see the person's profile picture and a circle will light up around their face when they're talking. And then you can just talk and people would be in there talking. For years and years and years. That's the part that blows me. Because I know people in real life I could talk to. Yeah. So originally it was started for like tech bros to talk about tech things. And then they started letting Nick Knox on there. And it was like record label people. And then it became quote unquote creatives, whatever that means. To me, that means you take pictures, but you don't really got a job. But whatever. (laughs) Um... (laughs) on there and then somehow me and I got dragged on there and I dragged Muse on there and so you just have people just can set up rooms about different conversations and then they have these conversations but because black people need adult supervision and dedicated aids dedicated aids wow the rooms have gone from talking about tech business and networking to girls um doing moaning contests the self-degradation of it all wears me to pieces when you told me about this moaning room, I was like, wait. These are the same women who complain about men not being able to bring them to climax every day on Twitter, and they in here faking it for niggas that they never going to see in their life? So for the chance to win $100? And then, hey. like, what if you don't win? You just moaned in a room full of nobodies? Um, well, a bunch of men that wear Rock Nation hats that don't work at Rock Nation that say stuff like, less work. Ugh. <laughs> less work and less link is the bane of my existence. No, 
<laughs> Not at all. Lark Bory said, absolutely never. <laughs> Ooh, I hope that she is well. She, okay, even though she is dealing with some mental health issues, what she was saying were things to hold on to at the same time, like, <laughs> Oh, I'm never not watching those videos. She's crazy. She said, you know, something that pops a boost. Uh, hello? <laughs> Pop a boost. She said something that pops a boost within yourself. Within self? Because that's who you're, you know, focusing on. <laughs> and no shade, me. Hello? <laughs> I want to pop a boost within myself. Shit. <laughs> She was at the fucking Big Brother premiere, and she do not watch Big Brother. <laughs> it was like, so what are you excited about for the show? She's like, you know, whatever, you know, halts up to a head, and... <laughs> I'm going to watch the show. She was lying down. <laughs> With that blush. She was like, you know, I just, you know, want to travel, catch a new breeze, me. You get what I'm saying? Like, oh, no, no, but no, but the question was... <laughs> <laughs> this is not even supposed to be on the podcast. The question was, so how are you going to spend the rest of your summer? Like, what are you doing? She was like, you know, international affairs. <laughs> Hello, that's where I want to be. <laughs> like, girl, you down to the embassy? What are you talking about? International affairs. It's an international affair. She wants to travel and catch a new breeze. And that's precisely what I want to do. <laughs> like, she was like, so what? <laughs> Why are you falling out? <laughs> I can't even get it out. Never mind. We gotta move on. <laughs> Back to Clubhouse Doll. Lord Boris is late. <laughs> I love her. Okay, so Clubhouse. So basically, so the same way that Twitter Twitter is segmented, I feel like Clubhouse is also segmented. So there's like R and B Clubhouse, which yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of because since it's two types of people on in within R&B Clubhouse, so it's the people that work at labels, and they're either super young and think that, like, Brent Fiaz is a great singer, or <laughs> they're, if they work in the industry, they're our age, but they only know about the artists that they work with. Right. And then the other segment of R&B Twitter is people who's like our age and like in their forties that don't know nothing new that like still be on old shit, but don't know new music from the old people they like. So basically everybody in R&B clubhouse is dumb, but us. <laughs> right. And clubhouse tries to be exclusive because it's invite only. I don't think that we said that already. Oh so yeah, we didn't. Be invited. And that adds this like air of, Oh, we on here and you not type shit. So there's a little bit of that going on in every room too. But I was in a room with Fadia Cater and Director X and they were talking about brunch for five hours. And that's when I was like, I don't need to be here. It's like Tinder. I don't belong here. <laughs> and all. the thing is like people be on Clubhouse for hours and hours and hours. And I know we in a pandemic and it's supposed to get in the house like LL Cool J. But y'all don't got nobody else to talk to. Like I use I use Clubhouse kind of like why well okay, I'll just go into it. So <laughs> for me, this is why I use Clubhouse. One, I'm like, this how we're gonna get more people talking about the podcast. So mm -hmm. me and my god brother Spree Wilson, who's gonna be on an episode soon enough, <laughs> it's already recorded, it's gonna come out someday so y'all can hear it. Um 
we do a weekly room on Clubhouse on Mondays at seven o'clock, and we do album deep dives. Our show, our room is only an hour, so if you're not there between seven to eight, you're not getting a room. We got a life, both of us, so we ain't gonna be on Clubhouse all day. <laughs> the people be in Clubhouse for, for days, right? That's so I'm like, you know, I am on there to to show that I know a shit ton about music to make all of y'all follow our podcast. And then I go to other R&B rooms and tell them that they're wrong so then people can be like, oh, she knows so much about music and follow the podcast. Right. Um, and I've been to a few, like, black film uh, rooms to talk about the film club, and I've gotten mad people following the film club after that, so I need to actually do an event. Because <laughs> we done got all these new followers on our Instagram because of me jumping in and out of these old black film rooms. So for me, I use just to bolster the stuff that I'm doing and then sometimes, depending on the topic, I'll use it like a podcast. So I won't even talk or whatever. I'll just listen to the conversations that's being had. Um, but that's other people are using it to be have friends because they don't have none. And that is a cause of concern for me. Like, literally, the only, you know, I don't like alerts on my phone used. The only alerts that I got is from Clubhouse because if it's a room that I think will be interesting or that will be promo for the cast, mm. I'll, I'll keep my alerts on. I was getting alerts all day yesterday. Y'all don't got no place to eat. That's what I'm saying. It's a full holiday. I ain't got no family. Like, who are y'all? Where are the people in your life? Actual life, not clubhouse life. And why are they not talking to you? Because y'all talking to each other too much. And I know y'all not in the same room. Too That's much. It's like, yeah, I get it. We in a panty. And we gonna be in a panty. But... I talk to Stephanie enough. Like, I don't have to be in these rooms with these people day in and day out. Come on, day in and... I think that it's, like I said, it is a good networking tool. I literally have followed people on LinkedIn from Clubhouse just because they got jobs that I want. Or they have something that we could connect to the podcast. Like, it's always about forward, mobi upward mobility and all of that when it comes to the stuff that we doing. But... I'm not about to sit in no room and talk to y'all about if Tory Lanez need to be canceled or not because he don't the even. The answer is yes. <laughs> right, like these are things you should know. I think that the access that you get to celebrity is interesting because you could talk to them like real people. Mm -hmm. But I don't even want to do that all day either. Like I have a actual life. I have PlayStation to play. I have shows to catch up on. I have actual work to do because people have jobs. Like it's a lot. And uh, so there are also a lot of celebrities on there. So you can engage celebrities um, and you can hear celebrities also tapes as well. Um, <laughs> I was finally able to talk to Jacquees, my king, um, and share with him about, because he had a room call, like, why do you, why do people not enjoy my music? And, you know, I had to pour into him because I'm like, Jacquees, the hood love you. Like, Twitter might get you together. But don't nobody want to hear um, LMA's version of Trip. You will not sit up here and act like you were in the Jacquees room prophesying over his life. No, I was. I literally said that. I was like, I seen your show in Philly, and it was packed out, and the girls knew everywhere. I was like, people don't dislike you. The Twitter people is just loud. Did you tell him he can't sing? Well, I, I didn't say he couldn't sing. What I said was that I was not into the music or the voice previously i was like i was like i literally said that i was like i was not into you at all like i'm a recent convert and i'm telling you why mm -hmm. i converted and i told him that because he got a co-sign from the old heads 
that was a coercion moment for me. And <laughs> I was like, people be talking about they miss 90s and 2000s R&B. And I was like, and you're the only artist that's making very traditional 90s and 2000s R&B music. And so if people say that's what they want, like, which is something that I like to hear, that's why I listen to your music. And I was like, if your team was smart, they would massage that Urban AC, um, that Urban AC crowd because I was like, they loyal. They got money. They'll pay for a show. They'll watch you. They'll pay for a Facebook Live. <laughs> and <laughs> they will give money to the Patreon. They will do it. Like the older they will. Crowd. And I was like, you got so many songs. Like your songs with Latasha Scott, your songs with Jagged Edge, your song with Donald Jones. You could have sent them to Urban AC. Them shits would have been number one, and you would have been booked. And, and then I was like, you know, you have. And then. I don't know who this guy is. I think he's on Jacquees' team. He's trying to start over-talking me and was like, nah, fuck, fuck them old heads. Fuck them old heads. The, the young people don't know who no Latasha Scott is. And I was like, but you missing the point. I was like, Jacquees has potential to be an intergenerational artist, which means that's a bigger bag for him. Because right. he can get tw- the early 20-somethings money. He can get the 30-somethings, we miss 90s R&B money. And he can get the 40-plus money and do all the jazz fest do all the jazz fest that would actually be lit for him but i think that they will also jump because the vocal core is not there what i like about jacques is the fact that he reached back and they they reached down to him like the old heads like you said all of them features could have definitely hit old people radio and been hits but i think that to whoever the guy was that was talking overuse point they probably don't even care about that because they don't which is dumb well jacques did jacques was like oh you know that's a good point but then whoever is on team start over talking both of us and that's the other thing about clubhouse so the men the black men that are in quote in the industry on there are very obnoxious and not only will they over talk the women they also be like trying to objectify and sexualize the women and that shit is weird and creepy and it's just like yeah y'all got these jobs but record labels don't really pay that much unless you are a vp so y'all not tight I and you only popping because you such and such manager or you such and such a and If you didn't have that job, wouldn't nobody care. Duh. And like, didn't nobody even know who you were until you got on Clubhouse. And put your in your bio that you whoever's whatever. Yeah. But other than that, we don't care about you. You're not even cute and you don't dress. Goodbye. <laughs> so this is why I be over it because they be in there doing this all day. And I'm like, y'all not even the cool type of people that I would hang out with outside of this app so I don't and the muses point just because you have a cool job doesn't mean that you are cool that's a important distinction that i don't think that many people understand you could work with all of the celebrities you could do all of this and that in the industry blah 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 that don't mean that you a cool person at all like that don't mean that you have anything to offer in conversation outside of your job that don't mean that people want to hear what you got to say and that don't mean that you look nice first and foremost listen because that matters music matters to me um but let's talk about our room that we hosted for the grammys okay so evan and stephanie dragged me into the clubhouse room y'all know i just said i don't like it but i be in there when the people need my help so we hosted a grammy nominations room and we like went through all of our faves went through what we think is this given talked about what the girl should have gave <clears throat> and then we let people come to the front and talk after we had like made all our points and went through the whole list so the grammys as every year 
it's getting a lot of backlash and it's like people saying inflammatory things on the internet because they faves wasn't nominated or blah, blah, blah. And while there were some snubs, Stephanie and I stand firm in this, that they pretty much get the R&B category right annually. And I feel like this year isn't that different. I do wish that I saw some people that are not there. And it's like, they put out so many people that you actually do like and listen to in these categories that you forget, mm-hmm. oh, well, such and such came out with an album too and should have been in here. Or, oh, she put out three different versions of this and like, she not even up there. So I'm still upset about Brandy not being nowhere to be found because... Yeah, that's alarming. It's actually anti-Black. Brandy should be sweeping the fucking nominations and the award show itself for B7. And Gaga should have been sweeping for Chromatica and they gave her one little measly nomination. Like, that's homophobic. Is. It's and that's one thing that the podcast don't stand for, racism or homophobia. So <laughs> talk to what's nice. Grammy <laughs> Academy. I don't know. Like, Leanne LeHavis is not there. JoJo is not there. There are people who put out stellar bodies of work this year and they're just nowhere to be found. So that was upsetting. But then you have Robert Glasper in every fucking category. And I'm like, oh, well, they got that right. Beautiful and deserving. <laughs> right. So I don't know. It's a, my feelings in the room were that I am on the fence and I haven't hopped off of it yet because I kind of mm-hmm. don't want to watch simply because B7 is nowhere to be found. But at the same time, they have sprinkled in enough Black Parade, which I hate for me to the think The worst that song made on human earth, planet. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that Beyonce don't even like that song. Like, they just be doing whatever they want. She can't believe in that song. It's no way. I never want to hear nobody say melanin drip on me. (laughs) It's that bloodline. Oh, no, no, that's my shit. I actually like that song. That's my power. Wait, wait, I'm like, wait, that's my song. Hold up. No, (laughs) she said, she said, my waist bees and my ocean. Girl, leave them people alone. (laughs) I'm actually reading this book right now called Children of Blood and Bone, and it's about... Oh, I heard it's everything. It's for my gay book club. I think it's going to be bomb. No, people were giving it very good reviews. And it's a sequel already, so I need to hurry up. Oh, really? They're probably going to make us read that one, too. Oh, cute. I didn't even know they was doing all that. But that's what's on the docket for gay book club life. Um, Cute. But our room was super cute. A bunch of people that we know came in the room, but then people we didn't know started coming into the room. And yapping. Loved it. It's time this is just us just nerding out about music. And I would just say for everybody, like, they listen to the podcast that's coming to R&B Trivia, like, I love that the stuff that we do creates a, like, community of cool people mm-hmm. that's not trying to be cool or nobody that's trying to get on or nothing. Just people that just love music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it's no pretension behind it. Like, it don't mean nothing that we're talking about it. It's just, like, fun. And right. like, I did individuals be in there. Like, I like that. Like, Sope was going off, loved everything that he had to say. Same. Um, KK with the strongest Philly accent I ever heard in my life. Love him. <laughs> Come back in the clubhouse. It was a good time. Y'all really packed it out with the Philly people, though. Yeah, I think it was Evan's impact because I didn't know none of them people. Oh, <laughs> but loved them all. Like, that little girl, Kai, love her. Oh, it was great. I love building community. It's a thing. Janira popped through. We seen Kevin Stuckey ying 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 in the background. <laughs> the friend. Hey, Aunt Nira. <laughs> the 
that thing is nuts. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Ugh. No, Evan was texting. He was like, Nira has the best speaking voice. <laughs> Baltimore. Baltimore. <laughs> the Baroness of Baltimore. God, every time you say that, the Baroness of anything is funny to me. <laughs> Why does that even exist as a word? Okay, so let's talk about verses. Who won, Muse? Jeezy, duh. Thank you. That was really that. That was that hot topic. <laughs> Being on the right side of history is really important to all of us. And so, shout out to Jeezy. I was surprised to see how many people were going up for Gucci. And not that I don't like Gucci. I just have, there's a special place in my heart for Jeezy because of Atlanta. Yeah, and I think that, because we were in Atlanta during Gucci and Jeezy's rise, like, you were kind of on the, the like, end of the initial rise, and I was literally there when they both put out their first things. Like, even when Jeezy was in, boy, in that group, Boys in the Hood, like, that was my freshman year at Clark. Yeah. So, been with Jeezy from the beginning, been with Gucci from the beginning. But it's just something about Jeezy music, like, when that shit come on in the club, like, it will literally peel the paint off the walls. When we were at fucking, where was we at? Where did Jeezy perform at and we was going crazy? The Roots Picnic. Oh, my God. And he shouted out all the HBCUs. I lost I lost it several times during that Roots Picnic, actually. Yeah, that was probably the, out of all the Roots Picnics I've been to, that's probably the best one. Yeah, I miss concerts. Wow. Mm. I'm sad. But no, I was supposed to fall in love with Jeezy while I was still in D.C., but we just didn't connect with each other until I got to Atlanta because he was inescapable by then. Right. You know how people gravitate to what's more hood, but that don't mean that it's better? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, that's what the Jeezy versus Gucci conversation is. Gucci have a lot of fans who just like him because it's ghetto, and it look like that's what it's supposed, like, they supposed to like what's ghetto. I think think Gucci got all these fans because there was, like, a mystique around him. Because remember, a lot of... Because, first of all, Gucci got the younger, the 20-somethings vote. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because they came up on the internet and he was locked up then, remember? And so they had all these, like, free Gucci things. That's how all the white kids got into him off of the free Gucci. So they walk around wearing free Gucci shirts and stuff like that. And so he became more of a mystique because he was locked up and, like, but don't nobody know them songs. Like, everybody that's saying they're a Gucci stan, they don't be knowing that. They cannot name you 20 Gucci songs that's, that don't include the basics that everybody know. Everybody know. And that's the thing. Like, people that say they love Jeezy can name you 20 Jeezy songs. But the discography is also there. So... But uh, Gucci, Gucci got more... Has recorded more music. But to Muse's point that he say all the time, like, Gucci don't got a lot of real songs. He don't. It's like, you know how Lil Uzi just be, like, throwing music out there into the ether? Them don't be real songs. They not gonna never go nowhere. Like, it's just, it's not even gonna be, like, a, a cult classic type of hit. It's just music. Right. So, right. with Gucci having all of these mixtapes and, like, projects, but not necessary al- necessarily having albums, mm-hmm. Easy for people to be like, oh, he he win because he got more music, like blah blah blah. And I'm just like, but Jeezy's actually, and not that mainstream being means anything, but he's actually a mainstream artist. Like he has a lot of songs that are played on the radio, not right. just things you heard by hearsay. Don't nobody got them damn um, Gucci mixtapes. Yeah, no. It was because a lot of them you can't, you couldn't get. Like you had to physically be outside at the time. Like, and when I mean outside, I mean literally buying it off of somebody, selling them for five dollars on the street. Right. <laughs> it was weird. People just like to fanboy Gucci because he got an ice cream tattoo on his face and that's like shock value-esque. And I don't <laughs> like that. 
Yeah, it's it's not a thing. But, you know, God bless. I think also, too, the reason why Jeezy won is because when you go to a versus, and I understand how people want to do versus, but versus needs to be, it's about hits. Yeah, it is. It's about hits, and so you need to be playing your hits. Like, Gucci kept being like, don't nobody want to hear all this old shit? Yes, we do, because that's why we listen to verses. We want to hear the old classics that take us back to a place in our life. Like, don't nobody want to hear no new Gucci unless it's um Freaky Girl with um Mulattoes. And that's her song. I'm a freak elite. Wait, you see the video of Carisha? She was drunk rapping. No. It was so funny because she was trying to rap the fast part, but it was like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and JT was just laughing at her. She is annoying. Carisha no good away if she got trouble battling the beat. She can't sing about your songs. Ah, I'm a freak elite. Um, but anyway, yeah, so, and, and Gucci wasn't even playing, like, all, he wasn't even playing his hits, so it was just was kind of like, all right. There was stuff that I thought he was definitely going to play that he did not play. Right. Like, what, you missed out on that because you was trying to be, I don't know what he was trying, he was being weird during the whole thing, and everybody yeah, he was. needs to look at a COVID test. Like, I'm, su- I'm not surprised because it's Atlanta, but the fact that Magic City was literally the turn up, and then they all went to compound after. Oh, it was 500 people at Magic City because a whole bunch of people that worked on their verses went to Clark. So on the alumni page, they was posting all the people that was there. And I was like, is it homecoming? Why is it 500 of y'all in here? The people are itching to go back outside. And Atlanta said, we here. Mm-mm. I don't like it. But it's weird because ain't nobody getting sick. So I still don't understand what's going on. Nobody's getting sick. I don't get it. But I'm also going to what? Mind my business. Love to see it. Mind your business. Just, just mind your business. I'm a freak elite. <laughs> um, also, speaking of freak elite, Megan drops her debut album after 500 years of waiting. <laughs> Where do we stand, Michael Muse? <laughs> not 500 years. Okay. I think that good news is a grower and not a shower. <laughs> because... All right. (laughs) (laughs) I was confused by good news at first because everybody was going off about how bad it was and how it wasn't what they expected from Megan and they think that she could have done better and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, now that I've listened to it, this is probably the most professional sounding project that she has altogether. It is. I just don't think that people have gotten over the fact that she's not just going to give us Tina Snow anymore. Right. So... Since everybody is grappling with that, they can't take newer sounds or whatever. But her team is trying to mainstream her the way that Cardi, the way that Nikki, like the way that the big name rapper girls have gone this far. And like they can't do that, allowing her to rap like UGK. So mm-hmm. even though we like stuff like that, expecting a full project of her sounding like a 500 pound man who kills people is not going to bode well with whites. It's not. So I honestly feel like, so at first I was like, I was scared to listen to the album. It took me almost a week to listen to the project because mm-hmm. I didn't like Fever and I didn't like any of the singles that came after it. Like, I just was not feeling what Meg was doing from a bar's perspective, from a production perspective. I just was not seeing it. Like, I like literally only two songs on Fever mm-hmm. and that was it. Um, but I'm a Tina Snow stand. So I was scared to listen. I finally listened to the album. 
And I came to a similar conclusion to Muse. And I think what helped me get to a place of the album actually isn't bad. It's just not the sound we want is I went and listened to City Girls, City on Lock. And I went and listened to Mulatto, Queen of the South. And her album sound just like their album. And I love those two albums. Mm -hmm. So it's more so us just wanting the Tina Snow and that we're not being um, open to the other personas that she has. Right. And I think that this album has helped me differentiate the personas a little bit more too because I knew what was not Tina Snow, but I did I couldn't tell what none of the other shit was either. Mm -hmm. Now listening to this, I'm just like, oh, okay, I get it. I do think that there are some editing qualms, you know, but overall, I don't, I don't know what people expect from her if they don't like this. Well, people, even though I don't like all the songs. Yeah, like the people want that very Southern sound. They want really Southern production and they want her rapping in a deep baritone saying men are beneath her. And like, I don't think we're going to get that again. The closest we got to it was probably What's New and and Movie with Lil Durk. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to get that, Megan, again. Like, she has now, and it's weird to say, but, like, she's now put herself in the same category as the other rap girls. Yeah. Because we, what I, made I, Megan stand out was, to your point, is that she rapped like a man. Yeah, she did. She rapped like a dude, but I think like an obese man. Like that's how she, like a a forty year old obese man from Houston. Like that's how she used to rap. But she's now a little more feminine, and so people are gonna have to deal, cope, and adjust. Yeah, and I think that that's why you're gonna get singles like Body, where she's celebrating literally her body and things that separate her from how she used to sound because it's more feminine. And people like these twerk anthems that all of these girls are coming out with, so it's not weird to me that those songs are becoming hits. And like, in the age of TikTok, it's easy for people to start making up a dance to shit or learning stuff and reposting it, and that helps push the girls to number one. I don't think that that's a bad marketing strategy at all. So when people be like, she a TikTok rapper, I'd be like, well, what does that even mean? Because she's not bad at what she does. Like, she's still one of the most skilled girls out. We mm-hmm. just not like every song because it's not what we want from her. But, I mean, outside of... <sighs> Corey gonna hate me for saying this because he actually liked this song, but Intercourse on Down can go. The songs that we've heard before kind of don't flow well in the makeup of the album. So I don't know if there could have been like some more separation or if she could have wove them in a little bit better, but she made Scissor sing. So I don't have an issue with the album for real, for real. And the more I listen to it, the more I like the songs that I didn't like at first. Yeah. So now that I'm looking at the track listing out of 17 songs, Muse is saying that she could have stopped at number 10. Yeah. And to say that we could throw away seven songs is maybe it's not, Maybe we're giving this this album too many flowers because but, because even out of the ten, I didn't I don't need shots fired. I only like shots fired because she had a point to prove, and I like that she's going off. Right, but you're not gonna listen to it. No, I'm not. But I don't listen to stuff like <laughs> that over and over again. Anyway, like I never listen to um, eight out of ten or what. What is the song that Cardi opens her album with? Don't listen to. Oh, it. oh, I listen to Get Up Ten. Get Up Ten is is music. Get up and make you want to do some crunches and get the work on time. 
Get Up Ten is a motivator for me. I personally don't go back to music like that. Like, I never listen to Dreams and Nightmares unless I'm out and they play it and Black people go crazy. That's not my type of go visit back song. Uh-uh. Like, what am mm-hmm. I listening to? So, I would never listen to Shots Fired again, but the fact that she did it was ballsy, and I like balls. Right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so even thinking about the 10, like, let's say we make the album song one to song 10. I don't like Shots Fired. I don't like Circles. I don't like Body. And I don't like Work That. Mm. So, maybe we're giving the album too much, like, <laughs> in okay. hindsight. I, okay, but from 11 to 17... Um, I like. I don't song. like those songs. I do like the last song with Young Thug, though. I like Don't Stop. I like Don't Stop. I like. I don't like Savage. I don't like Girls in the Hood. I, I like what I really Savage. want is somebody to make a version of Savage with only Beyonce. Right, that's what I'm about to say. From those last seven songs, I like Beyonce. That's my main takeaway. <laughs> and I think that Beyonce like made me like Savage because there's production that Beyonce rides and like they add stuff in there that I didn't hear on the original version. And like TikTok back to that made me dislike the original song, but Beyonce kind of saved it for me. Didn't need it on this album, but I get, okay, you have a song with Beyonce. It has to be out on something. Mm-hmm. The other song that we already know is Girls in the Hood. I actually like that song, but in the context of this album, it don't make sense. The seven songs at the end sound like afterthoughts to me yeah but i do think that that song with big sean and two chains is a hit like that needs to be a single that's a number one record and it's probably not gonna get his life because megan is gonna put out the twerk songs on this album i don't i didn't hate it but it wasn't strong enough for me it sounds like a song no the whole album sound professional but i mean in terms of like the bars and stuff not fun and, and witty to me, like I like. So I'm not that interested. So okay, so okay, we gassed it, y'all, because we like Megan and we don't wanna we don't wanna like bad mouth her. Okay, it's not the strongest album. Um, but prayers to the family. It's not the strongest album, but the way that people were dragging it online the day that it came out still was a bit much to me because it's not like inconsistent with the type of music she's been giving us at all so yeah. it's confusing but i mean like you said prayers to the family i think that megan has reached a level of success where people are just going to eat up anything that she do anyway which i'm fine with because i like her mm-hmm. and that's what's going to care and that's the thing that's why people like us will continue to lie about the album <laughs> <laughs> Because we like Megan, and so we will look past the fact that the music is not what the music should be. Because at this point, she's had enough um, development, and she's on Rock Nation that there's no reason why out of 17 songs, we only really go up for like nine, ten. Yeah, I do agree with that. And and, and especially when her freestyles be so bomb, there's no reason why them freestyles couldn't have been made into songs or used as, um, or used as, um, interludes or something in between. Oops. (laughs) No, I agree because the freestyles don't play. She said it was the money for me. Hey, he gonna go dummy for me. Hey, he ain't that cute, but he could dress. It was the protect for me. Hey. Oh, she's like, it was the knees for him. Ah, the way that it squeezed for him. Ah, he done fucked a whole lot of bitches, but it was the me for him. Okay. 
The if to me for him is my part. Damn fucking freestyle. You gotta go outside so I can post a really cute selfie of me and a nephew to caption. <laughs> it's the me for him. Listen, it's the, for us. Wow. <laughs> I mean, yeah. She kills a freestyle. So that's gonna always like bring me back in, even if she put a bad song out. I'm sorry, y'all. I go up with a girl. It's like y'all still like Beyonce. Beyonce discography don't hit on nothing. And that is my sis. But <laughs> the discography is not that strong. And she's still the Michael Jackson of our time. So let Tina Snow and all her other variations rock. Period. <laughs> and that's on prenatal pill. Okay. Um, let's take a break because I need to go to the BM throne. <laughs> And when we come back, we'll be talking about our now playing and then getting into our main topic, which is the rap girls. We have so much to say. We love all of them. Oh, my God. And they love each other, which I like. The best part. Know her. Okay, BRB. Then your favorite bad bitch turned the whole world into a savage middle Fingering all of my pictures just to remind y'all I ain't having it, I'm the baddest bitch You wanna fight a body, put them in the booth I bet I'll take the title All of these hoes my sheep Mary had a little lamb, they was talking about me Hey, switch side so I switch back Lot of IOUs I ain't getting back Lot of shit I should've walked away from But the hood bitch, Jimmy kept pulling me back Wish I would let a hoe in my business Hey, quit asking about these niggas Look, you don't wanna sip this tea If I give you the dish, you might get in your business Tell a hater, fuck you They keep coming, telling me Bitches mad, what's new? All this ice around my neck got me feeling too cool. We was banging and he beat that pussy red. So, whoa, middle finger out the roof. Tell a hater, fuck you. They keep coming, telling me these bitches mad, what's new? All this ice around my neck got me feeling too cool. We was banging and he beat that pussy red. So, whoa, middle finger out the roof. It's Black Friday and I want a TV. So I could just put it in my storage until I tear this house apart. <laughs> but they not on sale for 50% off or more. And that's yeah. not real to me. From What's the point? Right. Like a 65-inch Samsung is going for $479. It was just $530. That's not a big deal. Right. It's not. So I'm not buying it. Let me buy these damn Bottega boots, though. They're not on sale. <laughs> okay. So, now listening. All right, y'all. We are back, and music is out. Is. Love it. Let's talk. (laughs) Doll. The now listening portion of this episode is going to go something like this, because there are names. Jasmine Sullivan. Chloe and Halle. Music. Queen Naja. Music. The Doll Duran Bernard. Okay. We are both new converts here, but Queen Naja's album is it's good. Bomb. Let me pull up the paperwork so I can read off the songs that we need to discuss. <laughs> we love paperwork and litigation. I mean, even her like kind of triumphant songs, I don't mind. Like too much to say. I liked it. It is a weird because I do not get into a triumphant. I could never hear Diamonds by Rihanna again in my life and be a hit. Oh, sorry. That's a hit to me. <laughs> it is a hit, but I just don't care for songs like that usually. Like, I put it in the... Well, Halo is a terrible song, but Halo is mm-hmm. triumphant. So, the, like, back end of her album is all triumph, and I love it all. Trial and Error, Pretend. Um, Pack Light. 
beautiful. Like beautiful, beautiful. is beautiful. Um, my favorite song on the album is um, Dream by Lucky with her and Lucky Day. Oh, I love that song. I even like the song Without Without You with um Russ. Russ. But yeah, my- Russ can can rest, but I liked her on it. You don't see it for Russ. He's randomly a barb, and that's weird to me. So okay. My favorite song is the one with Keon Lede. I'm her. That uh-huh. told me. Like uh-huh. they sound hey. like <laughs> so fast. I'm her. Um, of course, knowing me, I love five seconds with Jacquees. It's not a bad song, though. She's not wrong. See, it's not. <laughs> She's not. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. Uh, 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 the thing about the album that I like it is she had previously really been relying on the trap and B sound that we're so tired of. But mm-hmm. this album, she definitely um, showed her range in terms of you can tell what her influences are in music. You can tell that she can actually sing in real life. She's not whispering. She's not doing that talk rap. Like, she's actually singing. These are real R&B songs, but still youthful enough for her age group. Now, her being 25 is a lot to process because she <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. She looks older. Not that she looks old, but she looks like she grew up with me. <laughs> Um, and I like that she, because of her sound and because of the fact that she skews 35, 37, 40 years old, that like she can also lean into the urban AC demographic. I think it's a great album. It's a solid album. Even the songs that I don't listen to, like hardcore, like I don't really listen to, um, to funny enough. I don't really listen to bitter like that too much, but it's not a bad song. It's not, and it is the anticlimactic point of the album. <laughs> I want to put on some roller skates and skate backwards to that shit so bad. On the Urban AC tip, I think that Butterflies Part 2 is being played on the Old Folk Station. Oh, really? I like that. But you know that D.C., Baltimore, sometimes... Black places do have like, a different... They, yeah. they do what they want. I don't know if that is actually supposed to be on the radio or if somebody Black was just like, I like this song. Because that happens. <laughs> And then it becomes a hit. Right. Because <laughs> I think that's what happened with Gordon Banks, Keep You In Mind. Because that song was not supposed to be a hit. They didn't want to be a number one on Urban on urban AC in our cities. <laughs> exactly. People would not let that song rest. That They played that shit for a year straight. A hit, though. Love that song. But yeah, shout out to Queen Nigel. I'm really pleased with her project. And again, you know, some people really have to... You have to be open because mm-hmm. I was so close off to Queen Nigel. Like I, the first time I ever seen her sing was at the BET Cypher and she was not able to stand her ground with everybody else. And I think maybe in hindsight, like maybe she was nervous because these are like heavy hitters because, or maybe she was just young and now she's coming to her own and has found her sound. And I like that. I like her. I like her too. I think I've like seen different stuff about her, like just following her on the internet and her um, boyfriend is fine as hell. And his brother's fat. But aside from lusting, I think that seeing her live changed my opinion of her because I was very in line with you. I was like, oh, she just doing what everybody else is doing. Like they like her because the songs are kind of ghetto. But when I realized that she's baby Keisha Cole to them and sing way better than Keisha Cole, mm-hmm. I was like, it makes sense because she's talking about stuff that they actually go through. She putting it in terms that they can understand and it works. 
and and it still transcends like i think that she could still go far and she sounds really good live she did um the bt cypher wasn't that bad to me but she was singing with like luke james and bj and Cole. kelly price Kelly Price, like they set her up for failure. But, and back then we didn't even know that she could sing as well as we know now. Cause right. her music didn't show that. So right. her even trying was gonna look like, girl, shut up. <laughs> but now when she performed at, she she did like Morehouse's, y'all, they don't have a Yacht Fest, that's Howard. Whatever they like spring concert is or whatever the little homecoming concert is, she did that in conjunction with like this black YouTube conference that I was at. And I was like, oh wait, she sang a bomb. That was when I started paying attention. And then when this fucking her song came out with her Keanu Lede, you know I loved the Lede. I was standing. Like the girl wishing her the best. Mm-hmm. Um, want to see her do a internet concert for us to watch. You need to know. If I would definitely put give five to fifteen dollars to watch. <laughs> the people love a donation base. Do but- you know I love pouring it to the people? Um, I think we should leave Jasmine for last so we can holler accordingly. Oh, that's um, fine. Like Chloe her. and Holly have been killing 2020. Those fucking little girls. Killing 2020. The Ungodly album was everything. The Grammy-nominated Ungodly Hour. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. Okay, I'm going to have to stand specifically because I was the first person to tweet this shit, so Carrie, back up. Daryl, <laughs> back it up. In August of this year, um, 2020 AD, the year of our Lord, I tweeted, who do I have to fuck to get Chloe and Holly to sing a cover of Jeanne's Send In My Love? Guess what they did? Sing Send In My Love. I do have to shout out Daryl too, though, because he was actually in the room. Like, shout out to the Spotify team. We love y'all. And they got them to do it. And it's a Spotify exclusive now. I know that y'all still trying to yin 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 over there with Miss Apple Music, but Spotify is the superior streaming service, doll. And... It is a song. They're singing. Wow. <laughs> Sending My Love is like, it all of a sudden became a classic 90s R&B song, mm-hmm. but I felt like just the gays liked it at first. No, so, Sending My Love was a hit. It was a hit, but I just, in the lexicon of 90s parties and all of that dumb shit that we was doing before the world closed up, nobody ever played Sending My Love. Well, that's because DJs at 90s R&B parties don't know music. Oh, okay. But, like, if you put Sending My Love on in Philly around 40 plus, they're going to lose it. Yeah. That 40 makes- plus love that song. Old people know good things. Also, it's because the, the vocal stack at the beginning and then the beat drop just takes you oh out of here. Dumb. Also, I love that they didn't do an, a, an exact version of it, mm-hmm. that they made theirs a little youthful and jiggy for the today. I think that's super cute. And I also, while be speaking of Grammy-nominated, um, Chloe and Hallie, um, the light skin member of Jeanne, c- whose original song is Sending My Love, she also was nominated alongside her husband for um, a Grammy in the R&B category. So shout out to the Baylor Project. So it's Grammy noms on top of Grammy noms. We love it. Do love it. And guess who's not Grammy nominated? Van Jazz. But we don't have to do that because I like their music too. Um, but they be, <laughs> they be shading my girls and they think that I can't see it. <laughs> I, don't like Rand. <laughs> I don't like that so okay we stand this man like the vocal prowess of duran v bernard has been racking my eardrums from since the beginning began and he came out with what i think is his most professional sounded project as well 
over quarantine. And my favorite song on there is Stuck featuring Ari Lennox. Don't you get stuck in love with me. Everything. This is another Urban AC miss because this need to be on old folks radio today. I agree. I don't understand what is going on and why it's not being played, but he did do the, was it Afropunk? He did something live recently and it was like a streaming festival and he sang a bunch of these songs and the live arrangement. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. The live arrangements was everything. I'll send it to you. Please send because you know, I'm still on the, um, on the fence with this project. Even though I do really like this particular song, I'm still on the fence about the project in full. That makes sense. I don't think that his music is for everybody, but I do think that you know enough about him to get into this. You just got to listen to it a little. The reason why I'm not into it is because sometimes I don't want to laugh and joke and keep on a song. Like, because he's always cracking jokes. I get it. He and I think this is the first, well, no, because his Christmas album was all cracking jokes. <laughs> it was. Um, the first album is all cracking jokes. And I think that, but it worked because it was a Christmas album. And I'm like, okay, this is campy and like mm-hmm. Christmassy and fun. But I think on an actual R&B project, I don't want all that cracking jokes and kicking and being funny. Yeah. I want to hear, I want to get so lost in you, they need to send a search party. Like, I want a whole album of that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I love Blame It on the Mango. Um, and then he had another project that's, like, not on the internet anymore. You can't find it anywhere. You gotta have just, he released all his folders of music that I downloaded on my work computer. Oh my god. So, um, I don't have access to any of that shit anymore, but, um, yeah, like, it just, for me, I just didn't want to hear all that joking about fleeting and stuff. Like, you can sing, <laughs> like, you can sing about fleeting, but I don't want it to be funny. No, I actually don't want you to sing about fleeting. I don't want to participate in the fleets on Twitter. Like, I don't. He's a liar. Every time I open up my Twitter account, the very first face on the little fleet roll is him. It's he only be like, I'm not gonna be on no fleets. I'm not gonna do no fleets. Who the main one fleet in a T in? <laughs> Can we not say who the main one fleet in? And then it be pointed in my direction. Fleet in and tweet in. <laughs> Ooh, it is late. It's late as a name. Okay, Durant is a crazy person. Yes. <laughs> play too much. Also true. But the music makes me feel like I can deal with it as well. It just took me a minute because at first I was like, why is he playing? Like, it's too much going on in the background after each song. And you can't skip it because it's not an interlude. It's literally at the end of the song. Right. <laughs> but then when I realized his, like, coding for stuff, like, there is a song where he's talking about getting prepared for sex. But it doesn't come across gross. And it really See could. you. <laughs> See you. Come on. See you. See you. See you. <laughs> if y'all know Whitney Houston, she just kept singing to you, and now we say that all the time. Whitney Houston, the doll of the industry. Oh my God. I don't mind the song Prepare. I don't mind the song. Um, I don't mind the songs. I'm just gonna say that. But I wanted to I wanted <laughs> Across to Across the board, he doesn't mind it. Yeah, I wanted to highlight the song of the album because Stuck featuring Ari Lennox is the girl in the picture. Historically. Historically. Wow. Love to see it. Are we about to stand Jasmine now? Oh. Mm. 
Father God, um, okay, so not to be inflammatory, but our favorite word of this episode. <laughs> Jasmine Sullivan is the greatest singer of our time. Is. Because you know where we stand with Brandy. All y'all know where we stand with Brandy. We all stand in the same place. But Brandy has not posted on Instagram yet because she's at home working on them runs. No, she's on the line with Jasmine. Like, teach me how to run fast. Teach me how to run slow. (laughs) She said, don't forget (laughs) to come pick up your paws feelings. She said, I had to pause. I had to, like, let you recalibrate yourself before I tell you what needs to be collected. Oh, my God. And what needs to be collected are those feels that you left over here, bitch. In total agreement, full worship and praise for this song. Jasmine finally said, you know what? I'm just going to bring the stage to the studio. And And did what the girls should have did. Because, you know, if you're a real Jasmine Sullivan fan, you know that they used to water down her music and make her do slightly different versions mm-hmm. so it be palatable for radio because she was always running like crazy on the track. I mm-hmm. think it was Silent Tears. One of those songs has a different version that I had to rip from YouTube and put it in the album because I'm a crazy person and I have unreleased dockets for these girls. But they didn't do that with this. They said, go, just go for it. Go off, do whatever you want. And she did the shit out of that. Pick Up Your Feelings is probably the best song to come out in quarantine. And honestly, like, I liked the first song. It was a little stripped down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And But I did like it. But this song is quintessential Jasmine. Is, is. And I think that she followed the formula that, she, that we're used to because she flipped it, actually. She did the slower joint first and then came with, like, this is more like a bust your windows, I could say. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. And so, Leary Children, is it time to enter that portion of the conversation? I'm pulling up the paperwork as we speak. You be knowing what I'm about to do. That's when she said, you're off the please run me in my keys. <laughs> mm. No more popping up the head again. I ain't, she said, I ain't even got the miles to trip on you. <laughs> I don't got the miles to trip on you, sir. Like, I can't even be bothered. My United card ain't got it. <laughs> The fact that she is just through with this man. <laughs> I'm through with it, love. Finally giving it up, okay? <laughs> Jasmine is spent. She said, I'm tired of your shit. Oh, my God. I want, Genius don't have these lyrics up, and that I don't trust nobody but Genius. She also said, I'm putting on my jeans. I'm too thick. I ain't got no room for extra baggage. Like, do you see how tight these jeans are, sir? It's no room in the end. Like, anyone would like to say otherwise, but <laughs> I get it. When I, she said, I'm trying to find a fuck to give for you, like... Out of chances of forgiving. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> oh, new phone. Who is, Who is this? Don't exist. Need a ride. Call that Call bitch. bitch. Okay. <laughs> she said, that's way too expensive. Wow. <laughs> She said, I don't have the 199 or the 205 for that regular 87 premium for you all. <laughs> I'm not paying the what? Five. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I love Martin references. Ugh, I hate being in rooms where people don't get Martin references. Kill yourself. Yeah, it's a dark place to be. Hmm. Mm. Don't forget to come and pick up your. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> that thing sang like she really tore this song to shreds. <laughs> uh, like yeah. I can't believe her. Wow. Yeah, she played too much. But keep playing. Yeah, in my face, personally. <laughs> Jasmine D. Sullivan, uh, bring us the album. This album. Yeah, I'm ready. I think I'm, I'm ready for the jelly. <laughs> Not bootylicious lyrics. <laughs> I actually can't believe you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> What's I about to look up? I don't know, because now it's time for the size. Is So that's what we listen to, y'all. Let us know what y'all are listening to. We know y'all like the songs we like because it's us, duh. But now it's time to talk about... The new pop stars, because that's what I feel like. All of these new rap girls are pop stars. Love them all. They are Britney Spears. They are in sync. Like everybody loves them, and their music is good. Wow. I don't even know who to start with. I wanted to have this episode a while ago, but it just made more sense time and wise to do it and center it around Megan's release because we've all been waiting for that. But I wanted. To, I was ready to stand for Mulatto when Queen of the South came out. Like, okay, let's start there. Let me pull up the track list. I love lyrics. So, Queen of the South album went crazy. Like, the fact that the way she started with the album is, I'm the youngest and richest. These bitches know what's up with me. If we beefing, I got you. Won't book no shows in my city. (laughs) Let the girls know what the fuck it is from the door, light skin. (laughs) I love Big Lock. He said, too picky with the kitty. He ain't hit me, bitch. I'm stingy. They're one of these rap hoes that diss me. I've been a problem since 15. And huh. like you know the shit. Huh. I dropped a hundred on jewelry up in the pandemic. Okay. This baby is only 21. So that line in specific came from the fact that she was on one of those hip-hop like shows with Jermaine Dupri trying to find the next young rapper or whatever. Yeah, and she won every single every single week she won. That little girl was going off for no reason. Yeah, she really is the girl. She rap better than everybody. Wow. Yeah, she really do. And the thing is about her that I like is now, of course, she's rapping about sex and she's cussing a lot because that's the give of the time. Mm-hmm. But that show proved that she can rap without cursing and rap without talking about sex and still kill shit and that's what i like for me i feel like some girls that they really can't they range don't go outside of that yeah i mean i've said enough crazy things about this lady in my life but y'all know how i feel about the taste level and the content of nikki d minaj she's a girl that doesn't really have range when it comes to those type of things and i think that all of the new girls have stories to tell that we can't get from her correct not wrong (laughs) <laughs> Never wrong because even on In and Out, which you know you would think In and Out was a sex reference, she's talking about the trappers and the girls boosted. Like she not, ta- you know, like I think that she just has range. Even her freestyle um, for the Double XL um, freshman Ooh. class, Love that it. bitch went crazy. Yeah. My nigga pop shit. This shit is the bell out. Ugh. Hit music. Um, my favorite songs on Queen of the South. Or well, first of all, I should just say like she went crazy from youngest to riches into moo-wop, into in and out into he say she say into pull up. Like I on God was like whatever I understand it's a radio hit, but then she came back with look back at it. Look back at it is a fucking classic. Off top, my body. 
my body. Now you already know how I feel. I about. just walked up in a club. I'm finna catch a body. Diamonds on my neck, like I'm shining. I got it. Ah. <laughs> The no. best part of the song is she goes, you know, I always keep it wet from my sex to VBS. Too much blessings to be stressed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, auntie. <laughs> uh, auntie. That's such an auntie thing to say. <laughs> All of these new girls are aunts. They are. They all act like 42-year-old single moms. It's crazy because they like they may as well be, even though they like younger than us. Right. And then she also closed the album with the Bitch from the South remix with Trina. um with Sawasi and <laughs> Trina, who both held they on you. We be giving um Sweetie a lot in terms of her bars, but her little verse here was cute. I mean, okay, that's a good segue. I think that we can migrate into Sweetie because I adore that lady. Diamante is the princess. She is, and she's like a fun, nice girl. Mm-hmm. And she knows how to internet well. I know that's right. So, <laughs> an aunt. like I said, they all are aunties. Like they remind me of women in my family. Ghetto. I think that my only like, I don't even have anything bad to say. I think that it's interesting that we're being allowed to like watch Sweetie learn how to rap in real time, mm. and it's okay because we like her so much that we don't care that the music is not always, you know, because. To be fair, her music is not bad. It's just like, she's not as skilled of a rapper as some of the other girls. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm making my oodles and noodles like her. Like, I love her. Like, I'm gonna eat, like, she spent hard time in prison. Like, the fact that the way her stuff be cooked is the same way my brother be describing shit. I, I have concerns. Like, what is going on, Diamante's? He like Scooby and Shaggy. I was joking when I said that I make my noodles like that. But, because she be putting weird stuff, like, She'll put like nacho a slice cheese. of American cheese on it. Yeah, like what? Her health is at risk. Um, oh, she's gonna have high blood pressure and diabetes before she's thirty. Yeah, but, the uh, health is the health is not up to code. But we love Sawati. All her internet content is so good. It's so funny. She just seems like a regular fun ass little girl. Yeah, she is. And like, pull up in my best dress. I like that song. But I think that Janae wrote the whole thing. But I'm fine with that, too. Love that. <laughs> It'll be huge. <laughs> um, the video is cute. Like, I don't know. She just do what she's supposed to do. She yeah. looks good all the time. She's a trendsetter. Like, I'm just really, 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 really into Sawate. Yeah, love her. And I, just, and I think for me, I like that all the girls play nice. And they're likable girls. Like, we had to suffer for 10 years of Onika, who is not a likable girl. No, not at all. And so, you know, we got... Even though they be hating on, on Big Lotto for whatever reason, I don't know why, because she don't bother nobody. Like, she mind her business. But otherwise, the other girls, they're just so just cute and nice and fun. They all love each other. They all doing songs together. So, like we said... Mulatto and um, City Girls have a song called In and Out. Um, Sweetie and City Girls be tweeting each other all day and night. You know, maybe City Girls got City their girls. song with Dozier. Wait, maybe the City Girls are like the miscongeniality of the rap bitches because they they really friends with everybody. They are. They friends with Megan. Mm-hmm. I mean, even in, in the Sweetie. video, Megan got, Megan got uh, Malibu Mitch and Ruby Rose and all of them in the video. Mm-hmm. Um, Cardi had the new girls out. And that's that's Ruby another thing. Yeah, yeah, like, 
And not for, okay, we'll talk about Suki later, but go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say that I think that the camaraderie that has come back into female rap, thanks to Cardi, is something that I missed. Like, and you Can you say that again? The camaraderie <laughs> that has come back into female rap, thanks to Cardi. Thanks to who? Cardi. Oh, okay. Belkalis, Amanzor. Um, the first. Cephas, oh my God, I forgot she was married to that man. I love that man. I don't. Same Jazzy. But I don't know, that's something that we just didn't see. And I think that that, like we said, has made them all catapult. Like the fact that they're friends, the fact that they hang out, they put each other in everything. They in the videos, they down to the club together, even though the world is closed, get a COVID test. I'm just like, it's cute. It's cute and it's fun to see. And like, I like to see the girls having fun. I want to have that type of fun too because I'm stuck in my house staring at my ceiling. Cardi brought it in for being friends. And I think that that is something that Nikki really just didn't want to happen. No. She, she knew that if somebody came out and was nice to people and actually like liked other women, they would team up against her. And that's not even what happened, but the potential was there. And right. she saw that as a threat. And I don't like that because she made this big old like thing over that one song. And then it was this bad old like, but it, nobody won in that. Like you still kind of, whatever happened with you, happened with you. And then all of the other girls were still over here kicking with each other. And having a good time. And ha like, I, it's nothing for you to uplift another artist. Like what mm -hmm. do it cost you? And I felt like, Nikki whole thing was if somebody else get popping it, I, then my star won't rise. And it's like, honestly, girl, your fan base is very niche and specific. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't have nothing to worry about. Like, you really don't. You got the gays and oh. you got the young people. The only person that maybe could be competition in terms of the gays is Azealia. But even then, y'all sounds is different. And y'all girls, like, y'all fans stand both of y'all equally. So... Mm -hmm. And Azealia Banks has been blackballed into an oblivion, so I really don't even see her being competition, like true competition as far right. as fame is concerned for any of them. Because Azealia, let's be clear, will wrap all of these babies into a Tiffany box. But she just doesn't have the platform anymore because she, whatever, burn those bridges. Yeah, which is sad, but... Just given lucky book in those stages that you speak of. But... Azealia is still my number one. Like, I listen to fucking Chips on a daily, weekly basis. Oh, Chips yeah. is forever and always. We love hit music. Um, yeah. And she, Azealia had, pre, uh, had previewed a new song um, yesterday, a day before yesterday, when Madden made me watch her long-ass stories. <laughs> I listened to it like it was a podcast. I was washing my dishes and listening to it, the same way I do Clubhouse. And um, the song, Go Off. So she is coming with new music, so looking forward to Azealia. Um, Song of the Summer goes to Dream Dow. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, my God. Who got the bottles? Who got the ooka? Who got the ah, ah, ah? Uh-oh, <laughs> my ah, ah, ah. I love that. And ah, 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 he got that good throat. And ah, 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 he got that good stroke. <laughs> and ah, 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 do ah, ah, ah. I love that song. Because it's dumb, but it's so good. The beat good. So it feel good to dance to. And on that same project with I, I, I on it, she got a song with Lil' Kim called Funeral. Lil' Kim, I don't care what nobody say, Kim could still rap. Because that yeah. verse, Kim went crazy. I don't care. I have not particularly listened to that song, but I know that you've been talking about it for a while. So yeah, I believe that it's good. You, I'm going to force you to listen to it. I'm going to call you on FaceTime and play it. So 
She really do stuff like this, y'all. It's not a game. Deal, cope, and what? Adjust. I hate to hear. Hmm. But dream. Lil Kim said, Lil Kim and Dream Dow. That means all y'all bitches did. That's how she started her verse. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Must be true if Kim said it. Okay. Dream Doll is another one that we actually like watched her progress because people was not faking, like paying attention to her at first. Like it wasn't. Then she was on Love and Hip Hop. It was just like, oh, this is not about to be nothing because them girls that be on Love and Hip Hop, I'm not gonna name no names, but that season, those New York girls, none of them did anything. Yeah, their music don't really translate, and Dream Doll was able to 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 um, transition. And I think it's also important, like we said about Jaquees, to have a certified old head co-sign you because that make the difference. It do. And all of the girls don't have a Kim feature. So like only they, only Carisha Nam and Dream Dial can say that. And and mm-hmm. Kim verses on both of them songs was good. So shout out to them. Shout out to Dream Dow. Um also from New York is Malibu Mitch. I don't know her music that well because I do be occupied because there's so many rap girls now. Yeah. But I do like her. Like I like her persona. I like how she looks. I like her voice. Like I like her rapping voice. Is this one song she got that Bella Hadid randomly posted? And she was just being a model and being fine with <laughs> Malibu Mitch in the background. I was like, oh, wait a minute. I love because you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know how the internet will put a random uh what Chirac, that Chirac beat by Nicki Minaj mm-hmm. on any video? I thought that it was that, but when I found out that it was actually Bella Hadid playing this, I was like, oh, that's gonna make me like Malibu Mitch even more. She hasn't been as consistent with the rollout of music as all right. of the other shows, but I like that she's still in their good graces because she's in the body video too, looking fine. Oh, she's in body? Uh-huh. She the oh, one that has all, all of, like, the dangly necklaces and, like, silver chains. And her hair is up and, like, this Ashley, Sim- um, Ashley Simpson child. I'm actually looking on her Instagram right now. I see it. <laughs> I love the little Ashley Banks, who was who I was trying to say. Ashley Banks ponytail. She's so pretty to me. And she's a cute little girl. She remind me of Vita. Very that. Very like, that. her look, her swag, how she rap is so Vita. Like, I love that. I like when the girls have like a likeness to the old because again, that was just a good time in music. We would never be have gotten Ladies Night if Lil Kim was acting like Nicki was. Right. And Ladies Night is like a classic. Everybody right. loves Ladies Night. Black, white, old, young, cat, dog, like everybody like that song. Yeah, this is yeah. I'm looking at her page like so cute. Like yeah, who's the doll? And I, no shade, I like that she also is like a regular girl. Like, it don't give body done, whole bunch of makeup. It just give, like, a bundle and a lip gloss. <laughs> she got a, I like it. It'd be real regular, but it's fine. The regular girls are storming the internet. And, like, they're not necessarily as big as some of the other people we're talking about. But they still have a place in my heart. Yeah, I like it. It's cute. Um, Can we talk about Flo Millie? Because people give her a hard time, and I love her. Sticks up when I walk in the party. That's why I like it. So it's like, it's like clueless rap, but she really be flowing. Wait, that's the perfect way to describe it, clueless rap. That's what she sounds like. That's why I was like a little too age inappropriate for me, but Mm -hmm. I like her. I think it'll be interesting if her voice ever changes. Like if she kind of flips it and raps differently, Mm -hmm. get into what she's saying, she really be going off. Her little um 
on the BET Hip Hop Awards, she was part of the cypher. She ate all of the men. Like, she really killed it. I was like, okay. And she's like 19. Mm -hmm. Super young. Really pretty. Super cute. Also, great personality. Great personality. There's something in the works with her, Mulatto, Ruby Rose, and some random guy that I don't know. I know the girls more than I know the boys now because they have more staying power. They really do. And I don't even know whose song that is, but a picture dropped and I was like running to the group chat, like, what they about to do, (laughs) y'all? Can't wait to see whatever that is. Um, And I'm just interested to see like her grow too, because I think with the right creative direction and the right people in her corner, she could do what, and if she's like maintains niceties with the girls, she could do what um, Azealia Banks. Someone maintains niceties. Because everybody not nice. But see, all these little girls, they are nice. And I like that. At least for now. Like, we haven't... I mean, I think that Asian Debrat, which is a terrible name, I think that she... Yeah, because she used to be Asian doll. And then Cash Doll was like, I'm queen of the dolls. There's too many dolls. I run doll world. So (laughs) you can't be Asian doll. And also, why you Asian doll when you not Asian? Black people have this weird affinity for Asian culture and things. And vice versa. Yeah, and it's so interesting to watch. Like, the Your Love video by Nicki Minaj, why did you do that? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. All of these people out here with these Asian tattoos, I'm just like, do you, do, are you sure that that says what you think? I don't know. That has always been weird to me because, like, what? <laughs> but five kids when they have sex. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> Not know. Hey, Marie's people. Um, but the Ruby Rose song that since we brought her up, because I really wasn't paying her no attention. Like I know her from the antics of Twitter when the guy had flew her out and then wouldn't fly her back, and she was like trapped or whatever. That's how I really knew of her. I didn't know she was a little rapper joint. But Santana actually got me into her song Big Mouth. Santana stands all. <laughs> girls i love him because he always be like come get your nigga he be chilling where i lay at and i was like what song is this and then i found out it was ruby rose big mouth (laughs) santana is a fucking coon muffin i love him (laughs) i hated him at first but i adore that little man not a coon muffin I like Ruby Rose. I admittedly need to check her out more because Ron played something of hers the other day when we was all chilling in his house because I don't do nothing but go over friends' houses now. Hey, Ron. Um, And I was like, wait, do I need to pay attention to her? Like, she's kind of going off. But I initially knew of her from Scandal. Like, she had this, I don't know whether it was OnlyFans or whether she was just posting random nudes. But they won't. Oh, oh no, this is what happened. So the story that I told where she had got embarrassed on Twitter with the whole thing of the guy flying her out. So her like version of revenge was that she started on OnlyFans and she had posted all these preview videos of like what looked like her nude. Right. But she was really fully dressed and had just like put like some brown lines on it. But all these men signed up for it and she made a million dollars in one day. And like, when you go to the actual video, it was her organizing her closet. (laughs) (laughs) Folded sweaters. Girls do very crazy things. Like that is not a far-fetched idea. I feel like a regular girl has done something like that before and made a killing off of it. I liked it. You know, like (laughs) men always be trying to like play you and make it like you, whatever. But no, last laugh. That's the thing. Y'all, y'all laughed at her, but then she got the last laugh. I'm crying because 
maybe because I just know editing, but when I first looked at that picture, I was like, oh, all she did was color the side. That's a bra under there. Like, I just knew. <laughs> I was like, this girl is not naked, but I mean, gay, so whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's just certain stuff that you're not going to fool us with, you know? But shout out to Ruby Rose. Gonna listen to her more. She's not in the top of my like priority list when it comes to the new joints because I still be going back to City on Lock, honestly. And that's a new development for me. But I'm a tap in, tap, tap, tap in. <laughs> tap, tap, tap in. So also speaking of little rap girls that's having a great year, Dozier. Now. She's the greatest performer of our time. Right. <laughs> Beyonce, your days are, are counting down, doll. Ah, we really be saying that everybody is the best at everything. <laughs> <laughs> that is not okay. We need some type of distinction. <laughs> no. Doja Cat, doll, baby, sis, sistrin, love you. My Libra fucking family. Like, uh, I was on Doja's line back during the No Police and So High days, and she always been like this weird, quirky, interesting, like, special girl but I didn't even view her as a rapper at first because she was singing most of the time mm -hmm. like she has like a full series on YouTube of her singing with like piano and violin oh wow okay <laughs> the whole thing so when she started being featured on stuff and got more mainstream I was like oh wait she's really gonna rap and you know mm -hmm. how I feel about the album so for Stephanie into listening to that greatest decision of my life <laughs> and, and She's really out here killing it. Like her EMA performance of Say So, you turned it into an Evanescent song and really sold it as if you were one oh. of those girls. So like the fact that you are able to chameleon yourself like that and camouflage into these different things and still be true to you and it all makes sense is very, mm -hmm. very special because nobody else is doing that. And she raps. Mm -hmm. Down, <laughs> circles around a lot of people. Right. Like, you know, I think all of the girls are better than the boys, period. But like Doja's climbing up the ladder of favorite and yeah. for a lot of people. Yeah. And let's people want to deny her and like whatever. She's doing what a lot of people can't. Yeah. And so and like we be having to crack the code on a lot of internet scandal on this show like how we did with sabrina claudio we had to let y'all know that she wasn't racist i don't know the ins and outs of that chat room drama with the chat roulette the whatever the tiny chat whatever she was in, chat roulette. they see my shit this seemed like something you would be interested in i don't have time for that. it was so funny like when you're bored getting on there would be too funny brian patrick davis used to just pop it up on the on the computer screen and it would just be the craziest shit so i was Meth like, and distress not for me but shout out to Doja for living and loving in those rooms. Um, I don't know what else to say. About it. I love her. And, and I think that she's able to tap into all of these other girls' vibe. Like she's able to run with them and like do the stuff that they're doing. But she also has a crossover appeal mm -hmm. that separates her even further. Because I wanted to preface this conversation about the rap girls by saying that they are the new pop stars. But Doja like actually is a pop star. Like, yeah right correct like actual pop music like say so really changed how i viewed her as far as coming out so if y'all remember world was closed we were doing um a lot of stuff on twitter as far as like live listenings and we would do like a thursday and friday new music posts and stuff like that when i did doja and i got to say so 
if you go back to the tweet, I was like, wait, she think that she the bitch from the cardigans. Like, how is she <laughs> going from a Khalees type sound to rapping like a crazy person to like now giving us this love fool? Like, don't say so. Like, what? How are you able to be that versatile and your album still be cohesive? That's a talent. Yeah, I think that, you know, people want to can they say her all they want to, but the talent is undeniable. Yeah. She can sing, she can rap, she's fun. She performs down. I, I literally... Yeah, all of her award performances this year have been crazy. The fucking... When they snatched them clothes out of thin air for her on um, <laughs> the VMAs, I was like, okay, wait a minute. This alien-ass bitch, like, <laughs> who are you right now? And then when she did the little, like, flapper kind of 20s style for the Oh, beat, I love that. It was just like, okay, you are really... Pl-. And she did a medley of her songs for that and was dancing like shit. Like, you're the doll. <laughs> we already talked about the um, EMA performance with the, the field of daisies and like the red yeah. like you are the one yeah she, she really is I'm obsessed with Doja Cat oh my god like I don't know why people don't see it but people are dumb yeah <laughs> guess what not our business because we, we are on the right side of history always are oh my god how do we not talk about our Keisha your bestie cast down <laughs> Who, again, we talking about the girls that are friends with everybody. Cash Dow just dropped a new song with Mulatto called Badass. That song is so cute. Dre already know all the words. It's been out four days. It's the new Chanel slides for him. Oh, still listening to her and Dreezy. Wow. Listen, Chanel slides. Because at first I was kind of like, all right, I like Dream Dow. I mean, um, Cash Dow as a person. Mm. But Chanel slides made me like her as a rapper. Yeah. Before Chanel slides, it was the song where she had the um video of her being going back and forth between being Keisha and Belly and the Oh, uh-huh. And I thought that that was like, okay, let me pay attention to you. I because at first I thought she, just thought she was a ghetto aunt, which I like that too, but I, <laughs> I have enough those in my arsenal for me to like do something else. And then she tried to read me on the internet and I was just like, oh wait, maybe I do like you because you came for me in a cute way. Um <laughs> that's a thing. You know how, like, people don't be friends and then they fight and then they best friends after that? That's me. Right. That's you and Cash Down. <laughs> Down. So I really like her. I, I need to check into the song with um, her and Mulatto because Mulatto can literally do no wrong for me. I told y'all I wanted to have this episode a year ago as soon as Queen of the Self came out just so I could stand in real time. But Cash Down's actual album that came out... Mm, Facts. Was that last year? I think it was the end of last year or maybe the beginning of this year. I don't know. Time is a construct at this point. Yeah, it don't make no sense. Time waits for no one. Come on, music soul child. A uh, song. <laughs> All right, enough. That album wasn't bad either. And I it thought wasn't. That, I thought that it was going to be some shit that I never listened to again, but I still go back to songs. Um, and Doing Too Much is my favorite song. Like, if I want to feel cute, I love Doing Too Much. You be singing it for no reason. Love You're it. not doing enough. I mean, I send several people that, uh, wake your ass up, bitch, I'm up. The I'm fuck? up. I'm up. I send that to everybody. The fuck? To get on their nerves. I love Cash Dog. Wow. I'm up. Dreezy has been quiet since Chanel slides. I wanted to add her to the She doctor. really hasn't, but I think the song just hasn't been permeating. Hmm. She's been putting out stuff, but it just hasn't been hitting in the same way. She's another one that will pop up at a radio station and kill a freestyle, too, though. 
Oh yeah, she don't play. She really goes off. Her and Megan are evil for that. Like, I didn't know that she was as good of a rapper as she was until I started to watch her freestyles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when she did the Chirac freestyle, that's when I was like, oh, okay, this little girl not playing with us. Yeah, she's not. Um, I love when people don't play with us. I want to know if, like, her and Tink could put out something together. I would love that. They should be friends. Love that for them. Yeah, that would be cute. They're from the same place. Like, you know, hometown heroes for Chicago. We'll see. I think that Tink is kind of chilling indefinitely. And she been singing more than anything. Shout out to um, Cut It Out as posted by um, JT last week on Instagram. That's the other thing. They, the little rapper girls, they listen and they actually love music too. They know music. L just recently did that song association shit with the fucking <laughs> city girls. Everything. Like you said, aunts. Like, why are y'all singing Monica Deep Cuts? <laughs> and off-key as hell. Carisha cannot sing, but she always singing. Right. Loud <laughs> and annoying. They look good, too. Do. So, so should we end with Standing City Girls? Because I really like, to your point, they are like the Monica of this whole thing. Like, they are <laughs> friends with everybody. They get along with everybody. I also came out of, um, it was like my soft coming out as a, as a City Girls fan recently. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what is happening. Like I said, quarantine has got me acting funny. But enough, better. Huh. Didn't really? think bitches, I guess, could do better. It really made me take back everything bad I ever said about Carisha. She opened that song. From the pen straight to Coachella, okay? <laughs> Main bitch locked up, had to hold it down. With a baby in my stomach, get the rolling loud. Like, what? Enough is enough, bitch. Shitty girls with the fuck shit. No, don't blame it on you drunk, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? I want to say that all the time. Enough is enough, bitch. Muse ain't with the fuck shit. Listen. <sighs> oh, my bad. She said from Dade County straight to Coachella. You've been staying in the city girls since the beginning began. Like, it's fine, I guess. And I think, like, yesterday I went to prep for our today's um, recording. I went back and listened to Period, um, you know, do the whole the whole trajectory of their career. And first of all, I think they have equally grown so much. Both of them were good rappers to me already, both of them. Mm-hmm. But I think there is, like, a polish now to them. Yeah. that really showed through on City On Lock. Like, they're, like, they know their sound, they know their market, and they're working it. Like, I think, and that's why I think people waver on Megan because it sometimes feels like Megan doesn't know what her sound and her feel and her aesthetic of her music is. Mm-hmm. But JT and Carisha know their sound so well, and they know each other so well that they're able to kind of play off of each other very well. And even if they're on their own song or on somebody else's song, they just dominate. I think that that has a lot to do with the way that their team structure is too, though, because QC really be giving the girls free reign to be famous in their own way. Whereas I think that Rock Nation is trying to specifically hone in on sex and everything that made all the other girls famous for Megan. And City Girls don't have to worry about that because they came out like, bitch, I'm ghetto and I'm going to rap about that shit and that's it. Where they could literally, period. Whereas Megan showed that she could be molded in a different way. It wasn't as attitudinal coming straight fresh out the gate. That's an interesting, I need to like do some due diligence on that topic because I feel like that's a good point of contingency to be made. 
And I think also the City Girls had old school artist development. Like QC really, really worked with them. Yeah, they have. Like and you I, can yeah. tell, like they, you can tell, there's a difference in how they show up. For sure, especially now too, right? Like you said, you can see growth on both sides. I think that we owe Carisha, say whatever you want about her being offbeat, because I will continue to do that. <laughs> but I think that we owe her something, an accolade, a flower, like while she's here for holding it down for JT that entire time that she was gone. Because yep. performance quality has definitely grown. Like you can see nuance of even just them being able to work with Sean Bankhead. She wasn't able to do that stuff no. before. Like, look at performances of her trying to hold down both of their spots in songs and like have their little dancers behind them that's a stark contrast from what they gave on the BET Hip Hop Awards when they did um Pussy Talk and mm -hmm. like they're performing a lot better now and JT is the Beyonce Carisha is the Kelly Rowland but it works like it mm -hmm. don't no, it be some moments when 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 Carisha really getting her Kelly rolling bag and she do that extra run that Kelly did on Lose My Breath and you forget Beyonce was on the song. Uh -huh. do that sometimes. Huh. To be fair, if you listen to the acapella of that song, they melded that run. So it's Kelly who starts it off and Beyonce finishes it. And they make it sound like it's one person. Oh, oops. But I, I be letting people live because I like when Kelly gets shine. Oh, okay. But back to City on Lock, I think out of all the rap albums that came out this year, City on Lock and Queen of the South are my contenders. Um, I think with City on Lock, they also were able to, again, show their range. Like, they can be talking about all the Lil' Kim, you know, thought raps or whatever. But then on a song like the title track, City on Lock, like, they talking some, like, regular, like, street shit. I'm like, okay, they got Dirk on there. Dirk verse was popping. You love a Dirk feature. It's very... Dirk beat, yo. Dirk features are so good on the girl song. Well, even the guy songs, because I love his feature on the Drake song. Love his feature on the Drake song. And I don't really use Dirk like that. He just give me the people that be hanging out in my sister's room, um, the club, not my actual sister. But <laughs> I... He's been doing good because I love movie. I love the Drake song, but I mean, what don't I love about Drake? And I don't, I don't think that I really gave City on Lock a chance at first. And now I think that that's their best album. Oh, so, definitely. Like, I think that they have shown like a lot of progression. And me and Lavelle have this argument a lot because he just don't see it for them. He don't think that, he thinks that Carisha is pretty. He don't think that JT is pretty, but JT is the How best. do you not think JT is pretty? A lot of people be giving her, like as much as we go up for her looks and her beauty, <laughs> a lot of people give her a lot of grief on the internet about not being cute. And I do not see it. That is a- How can you girl. say that girl is not pretty? She was like- She's one of the prettiest celebrities out right now. Is she easily? She would she say that tweet that you sent me? And she was like, All y'all do is tell me that I'm pretty, y'all really love me, and we do because she's it, with or without makeup. That girl is so pretty. Pretty, I mean, and Carisha's a baby doll, like they both are very gorgeous. Yeah, when Carisha don't got makeup on, she looks like a cupid doll. Well, she literally looks like she's like a child. I'm like, How? But makeup, you know, makeup and weight will age the girl, yeah. Yeah, shout out to Baby Summer. Me and Baby Summer too, blessed up. But yeah, I just wanted to say, on her verse on City on Lock, because people was like, oh, Young Miami, can't rap, Young Miami, whatever. Mama said, I'm from Opa, Laka, Home, Mother, Choppers, City, Girl, Summer, JT, that's my partner. I was like, yes, I'm a day bitch, brown subs to the Scots. 
little pretty bitch, but I got them killers that'll slide for me. I got some bitches and some niggas that'll bust for me, so don't fuck with me. Young bum niggas call me like and hit the wagon up. Now the hood looking for him, about to body bag him up. Like, they went off on that song. I still can't believe how JT came through on the Say Something remix. Oh. Uh, I don't want to hear it. Uh, me neither. Wow. Look, she said, I don't want to hear it. You <laughs> ain't <laughs> about that cat. <laughs> uh, Megan is funny. Like, y'all really have to just watch her do stuff sometimes. That girl is hilarious. I'm about to put that on my stories. I'll be like, JT came on to say something track like, I don't want to hear it. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I mean, it's it's crazy, like, we've been able to list this many artists out that we, like, really stand and appreciate, and, like, all of them are super different. They come from the same vein, but mm-hmm. it's, it's so many things that differentiate themselves within their, like, lexicon of music, and I just hope that they all continue to shine, because never has it been like this in our lifetime. Like, mm-hmm. Lil' Kim was, like, out at a time where we were still finding our footing, I want to say, in mm-hmm. music. But Lil' Kim is actually, like, our, our, well, my parents are young. So, like, my parents' generation of right. whatever. But these, like, new girls, these are kind of, like, our that. And I'm not comparing them at all. I'm just saying, like, for the time, it's good to see what they're able to bring to the table. Because there like, was a strong period where we didn't have this much variety. No, we didn't. And we also, real quick, we didn't mention... Um, Rico, Nasty, Sierra Wack, Chica. And Chica's Grammy nominated too. Yeah, Grammy nominated as well. It's just so many girls right now. And whatever kind of rap you like, it's a girl for that. You know, they got Fake Bitches Hero out of Philly. To me, she's definitely one to contend with. I don't know, you know, what's taking so long for her to get on the main stage, but she wraps circles around the whole universe. Mm-hmm. Shout I out to Fake Bitches I, Hero. That's how I feel about Lady London. Raps down, pretty out. Like, female Jay-Z, if you really want to give her anybody to compare it to, like, she really, 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 really be killing it. Down to the radio station, down to the songs on Instagram. Like, I don't know what's taking long for her either, but I see stars for her. Yeah. Like, the girls are out. And I'm, I'm sure that it's even more people that we are, like, missing and shouldn't be. I really want to get into Tierra Wax's new project. She's got an um, Apple commercial out, and, like, every song that they play sounds like something I like. Yeah, mama be booked. Like She, she really do. I think that she's about to, like, actually get the accolades that she deserved because she's been at it for a while and had a very niche fan base. But I think mm-hmm. they're like, paying attention to her now, as they should. But, I mean, it's so much music out, y'all. We say that every episode. It's, like, hard to keep up with it, actually. It is, and not. it's not even just that it's a lot of music. It's good music. And it's not like, oh, we just liking it because we bangy. Like, you know a song is good when, <laughs> you know, like, when you out at a party and you dancing, the song sound good. But when you stuck in quarantine in your house and the song hit, it's a good song. Oh, Malibu Mitch also on that song I like with Brie Runway. I forgot. We didn't talk about that. Oh, yeah. Brie Runway is another one also out here. Like, it's so many girls. They are all have a commitment to excellence that the male rappers of now do not have. And that's another thing. We didn't even really get into be able to talk about that. But the distinction that's are being made between the, the girls and the guys 
are vast. Like from a fan base perspective, from a from a um a audience perspective, and even like the staying power, like the guys are really here today, gone tomorrow. And we've been talking about Megan for over a year now. Mm-hmm. Like there's still so much music that we haven't seen from them just because they haven't been able to hit like a main stage and we're still talking about all of them without that well i'll push back a little bit the male artists aren't here today going tomorrow they all have big fan bases but the music isn't good and (laughs) the music isn't good and in the in the real actual terms of the musical landscape the music don't got real actual staying power yeah i can say i can i see what you mean by that when I say here today, gone tomorrow, I think that it's more so like a, I've aged out of a lot of the new rap guys that are out. And I yeah. think the new girls, they, even my mom, like Cardi B's Bodak Yellow, like she raps that in the car, like she me. So I'm just like, <laughs> I think and, and maybe, maybe it's a relatability thing. Maybe the, the women are able to tap into different life stages and different mm-hmm places where people are as opposed to the men who are like talking about nonsense they're not talking about nothing so i think that that versatility is a good distinction too because niggas don't be mad when the girl music come on no more like it's not given the episode was going to be called girl rap but i don't even think there's no such thing as that no more no men like them like when when they did the pussy talk remix and the dick talk came out and the guys their verses were so good like Y'all had to listen to this song to even try to do that. The guys love jobs. Do. Like, it's- they like City Girls. Like, I be, like, when I was doing, I was running errands, and this guy was playing um, a mulatto song on his car, like some regular, like, little whatever, give money type dude. It's wild, because it's like, like I said, they literally run the gamut of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that the men are... I don't think the men have that range. No. Not anymore. No. And there's also, there's also like so much star quality and star power in these women. I just don't see that in the men anymore. The mm-hmm. men don't wow me. They don't do nothing that I, I mean, I like the baby and I, I see what people see in him, but he's even gotten a little monotonous to me. So it's just like, who are, yeah. where are the men's garments? <laughs> Literally. Yeah, they should try again dust yourself off and actually no they can stay away they're not needed they're not necessary i don't have a song reference for those phrases but i agree on one accord a podcast love to see it shout out to everybody um (laughs) we had fun sorry we took so long to do an individual podcast but we still owe y'all an anniversary episode. We owe y'all, uh, um, oh, that's it. That's all we owe y'all. <laughs> I was about to say, you about to run this list for real. Uh-uh, we owe y'all nothing else, son. Oh, we do owe y'all an episode with Spree. Please yeah. go back and check all the interviews we've been doing over the last few months. They've been really great. Shout out to everybody that's come through and talked to us from Ayana Long, the director of The Let Out, yeah. Lee, uh-huh. um, Sierra Sean, India Sean, like the people have been coming through and talking to us. We love it. We have been yapping down through quarantine. Wow. It's giving shows on shows on shows, almost so that we couldn't even do a regular format show because we had so many people to talk to. 
I loved it for us. And mm. we also want to invite y'all to join Clubhouse and come to whenever next time we do a Clubhouse since the room was really fun. It was uplifting, very community-centered. They've mandated that we do a Soul Train recap. So once the awards come on, I think this weekend, we're going to be back down to the Clubhouse. Yeah, they got on Sunday. And if you are, again, on Clubhouse, Mondays at 7 p.m., me and my guy brother do a weekly deep dive of classic albums. So we've done everything from Khalees Tasty to um, Jeezy TM101. Um, we've done No Doubt um, Tragic Kingdom. So we really be like deep diving and it's all people that's like music nerds. And so we really like going there with the music, talking about production, who worked on the album. So if you want to nerd out with us, Mondays at 7 p.m. The name of the room is called This Might Get Loud. <laughs> because we be loud and right. Also, if you got rooms in the clubhouse that you want us to be part of, let a hoe know so we can come and yell about music because y'all be wrong. And we be what? Right. Right. Okay, I'm tired of talking to Stephanie, even though she's going to text me three minutes after we get off this call. He's going to text me first, and he's going to send me DMs on Instagram and Twitter. Don't do me. <laughs> we really be talking cross-platform and have a show. Delete us from each other's lives. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kitten toodles. We'll see y'all. Bye. I can't. All he do is fall out. Stuff be funny from the time I wake up till I rest my eyes at night. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. Let us be so crazy. Quarantine thick, he tryna give me lipo. Pussy holy water, put that on the Bible. I might hit your nigga and run, bitch, you gon' need Geico. Rap, bitch, but when he hit it, I might hit that high note. Clayco raise me, fuck that Clayco made me. Bitch, you ain't gon' shoot shit if you ride with it on safe. Got your favorite rapper in my DM tryna taste me. But I got my own bag, so shit like that don't faze me. Bitch, Lotto ain't going for none of that. No pennies on with that sundry. Put the pussy right with that tongue at. Yeah, you nigga love that. Big Bergen bad hoe, me and my nigga get. Stop calling my phone, that's where your nigga at. Son of these bitches, no simulate. Bitches ain't seeing me cataract. Gotta get the back end before I walk in in the black truck counteract. She been quarantined, now let's shout it she been quarantined and let's shout it thick. She been quarantined and let's shout it hips wider. Got my right hand on the Draco like a Bible. She been quarantined and let's shout it thick. She been quarantined and let's shout it thick. She been quarantined and let's shout it hips wider. Got my right hand on the Draco like a Bible. Shake, 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 shake it fast. No matter what you do, don't let them judge your past. I broke my wrist off in the bowl, I need a cash. It ain't no stash if you ain't got nothing in the stash.